Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Wednesday, June 7, 2023. Welcome to Elijah Streams. We're in year 26 of bringing you the voice of the prophets and having a lot of fun doing it. I keep my tie different today. <laughs> How'd you like to do that? Use that for a mirror. Anyway, uh, welcome uh, to. Uh, it's a little scattered because it's actually Tuesday where we're recording this for Wednesday uh, the 7th. So, pardon me if I'm a little all over the place trying to figure out who's on first. Anyway, we have Donna Rigney coming in here. We're going to talk about her visit uh, and part of a conference there, or we'll have her describe what it was at Mount Rushmore. Uh, but and then she's got a lot of revelation for us. But uh, before we do that, let's uh, remind you of where your funds are being carefully invested into the kingdom. So here we go with that. And we just thank you so much for supporting uh, the kingdom of God. Really, you're supporting Elijah's dreams, which goes to the voice of the prophets first, and all that we're doing, and all that you watch every single day, and the 25 to 27 hours lose count of us that make this all happen. Um, so many people doing so many things, but uh, we, we appreciate your support so much. But more than that, the Lord appreciates it. And the people that receive this fresh water, they totally appreciate it. So, all right, it's time to bring in Donna Rigney and hear all about what the Lord has shown us. So here we go with that. There she is, Donna Rigney. How are you? Talk to us about what, what you were just doing in, is it North Dakota or South Dakota? South Dakota. We're still here. Uh, okay, and that's Dakota. where Mount Rushmore is and all that, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. We, um, we're we still here. We're leaving tomorrow okay. uh, to head back to Florida. Good. But um, Dr. Mary Crowley uh, did a wonderful event called Open the Heavens. And in order to open a portal over this region to yes. release the glory, and she had wonderful, wonderful guest speakers. Uh, Andrew Whalen was there, which was wonderful meeting him. He's such a man of God, powerful preacher, totally. so much revelation. He, he revealed a couple of dreams to us. It was wonderful. And then we also uh, um, Juan O'Savin. Um, he did a Zoom, and we he really inspired us. Wow. I'll wow. talk a little bit about what he said. That was wonderful. And also SGNon was there. So just it, it felt like Elijah's dreams. Wow. That's there. great. Yeah. yeah. It was Manuel Johnson there, did you say? Oh yes. Manuel Johnson was there too. Yeah. And I, I think there was some I saw a flyer or like an online flyer. And I, and I almost forgot that Andrew was on even and and then he said he was and the flyer came back to me. So anyway, I, so anything else? Tell us what you anything uh, you want to tell us about what happened there. Yes, yes, I'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> um, what happened the first night, Friday night? Uh, Andrew Whalen spoke and uh, Marcus, I think his name is Rogers, spoke and both of them really inspired us. Uh, with everything that's wicked that's going on, mm -hmm. uh, that we need to be more active as a body of Christ. We just okay. can't sit back and not do anything and just say, oh, this is terrible. Mm. And we're doing nothing about it. That they really inspired us to get to our posts and do whatever it is that God's, God's given us all different assignments and, yeah. and, to get up and do those things. That, so that was Friday. Friday night was very much like that, uh, kind of militant and whatnot. And uh, so that, and I go there, my purpose is to 
get portals open. Yeah. I don't, it's the people worshiping in unity, but the Lord shows me what's happening when the portals open. And he kind of gives me some strategies for that. So uh, the next, the portal didn't open. And so oh, wow. uh, that, that would be hard to report, wouldn't it? Right in the middle yeah. of it, you say, sorry, folks, it's not open yet. Right. Yeah. Right. So that was Friday night. So I'm like, Lord, you know, I'm talking to him all night. How come it didn't open? So in the morning he spoke to me and he said that uh, the reason that he had to wait to open the portal was that he needed us as a body that was all assembled there to come into agreement that we were going to cooperate and um, work alongside the angels that he was going to release. Oh. That he didn't want to re open the portal and release the angels if we were just going to not do anything with it. It did. It did. It's, I got to ask you this because people are going to be asking themselves and want to ask you, when the, when you were doing the worshiping, did it seem to you even like like that was missing, that like something was missing? Or did, you, did it all seem perfectly fine to you and you thought it would open? Yeah, it, it seemed fine. It, but it okay. is, I can never tell when the portal opens. Okay. The Lord reveals it to me. Okay. And he didn't. So I knew it wasn't open. I'm like, How, what happened? Wow. <laughs> so the next day, uh, we get into worship again. And uh, Juan O'Savin, he, he gave the key. when really? he Yes. When he, he he had to do a Zoom call, he was supposed to be there, but something came up. So he did a Zoom call. So while he was speaking to us, he was declaring that we needed to repent and renounce the our sins and the sins of our, the nation. And he really ins was inspiring us in that realm. Okay. So, yeah, it, he was. It was. Really I hadn't heard one uh, minister like that. I hadn't, you know. We always talk about other things, but he doesn't normally, it's almost like, it's not an altar call, but it's kind of like, this is a dedication, commitment, repentance session, I guess. Yeah. So this was maybe 10, 1030 in the morning that he had that Zoom yeah. call. And I, I, me too. I've never heard one, one, I've listened to him a lot and I've never heard him speak like that before. Yeah. And so then Manuel Johnson was up preaching and he called me up. He said, Donna, come on up. <laughs> he does that to me sometimes. And so I went up there and the anointing just fell on me that we needed to do exactly what Juan O'Savin had said. We needed to repent and renounce the sins. Uh, this is what the Holy Spirit showed me. Our own personal sins, the sins of our ancestors. I do it all the way back to Adam. Okay. And the sins of the nation. Because it was like about 500 of us, we had the authority to do that because we were in unity and we had the authority. And so I led the, in the entire uh, congregation to repent and renounce. Yeah. That was key. Like when we repent for our sins, we're forgiven. But yeah. we need to renounce the spirit that we've allowed, we've aligned with, whether yeah. it's healing or lust or hatred, whatever. We have yeah. to renounce that spirit so that spirit will leave. And the curses can get broken. Yeah. So that's what we did. We repented and we renounced all the spirits. I named a whole bunch of them. We renounced them all. And then I put them all under the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I did it. Broke them and put them all under the blood of Jesus. Broke the curses. Commanded the demons that were assigned to implement those curses on our nation and on all of us to loose us. And I sent them all to the abyss. So we, got the, we did all that. It was after that that the portal opened. 
So it was a strategic thing when, that happened. When it happened, I'm going to ask you another thing about it, but when it happened, or when it does happen, I guess it's a general question too, when these things happen for in other places, uh, you said you don't necessarily see it or feel that you wait for the Lord to tell you it's open. Yeah. I don't want to put words in your... And then well, is there a change, yeah. is there a change in the atmosphere of the room, does it seem like? Yes, yes, okay. Good. absolutely. And so yeah, here's I the question. Say, I heard him say it's opened. Good. Okay. I've never asked you that. That's really interesting to hear that. Um, so this is one that totally occurs to me. And that is, I've been in many places. I was at the 777. We renounced and repented for everything. I was at the Million Man March. I was at the the call, which is like a million young people. I, I didn't go to Azusa, but each and all of those places they repented. I don't, I can't say they renounced or didn't renounce. I, I just say they repented and decreed and declared. Is it that at ha, that having been done all over the nation at different times that I, ha, half of those I was at, is it that this is a specific location where the same thing has to be done or it won't take effect? Is that, is that how you would, because someone sitting there might say, well, I did this with Lou Engel on such and such a state, you know what I mean? What What would you say about that? Well, all I know is this is the way the Holy Spirit led us. Okay. It wasn't anything we planned on doing, but it, and um, I'm going to just uh, imp- explain another thing that happened. Yeah, go ahead. A, woman, a couple of months prior to our going there this week, um, had sent me a dream that she had. She was from Canada. Okay. And she. She had this powerful dream where two angels came and picked her up and drove her. She was some kind of a vehicle that kind of floated. And they took her to this area with this huge a monument with these four figures carved in it. And she was like, oh, my goodness, this is Mount Rushmore. She didn't, didn't even recognize it at first. But with on either side, on the left side, beside George Washington, was... The, uh, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Okay, Jesus. wow. wow. Lion was carved on the left. And on the right was Donald Trump was carved. Beside Abraham Lincoln. Wow. So on either, end, on either side of Mount Rushmore, she was completely overwhelmed in this dream by what she saw. And right. then, yeah. So then she, um, from there, another angel came in the vehicle. And this one, uh, was she knew was a huge angel and it was uh, he was doing something in the atmosphere and she thought it was the angel of death and he said there was needed to be a cleanup oh, needed wow. to, yeah a cleanup so I feel that it was stuff that probably happened in this area because there was a, a lot of reports of a lot of things that happened a lot of things that happened to the Native Americans right there's been so many treaties especially in the Dakotas uh, uh, that's among the places all these bad things happen you know and it's not as if we don't have a righteous because south dakota is where governor christy noam is i believe and we i love her you know and from everything i've seen she's uh she's a righteous i don't know about her spiritual walk but she seems right down the line to me so it's not that there weren't righteous people leading it's that and you gave actually the most profound simple response you said I don't know if this is what the Holy Spirit led us to do. You know, which that's all that you really need to say to prove, you know. It, it, you know what question. it is? It's it, what he's told me. This yeah. is his war strategy to yeah. win our nation back 
to him Good. is he wants different to all different regions of the United States and different states portals opened and for his angels to have easy access so his angels can partner with us wow. and work with us to overcome the evil in our areas. He told me, he said, when you open a portal, the work isn't done. The work is just beginning. It's yeah. when, yeah, the heavens are open. Now the angels are released to come and partner with us and work with us as we declare the word of God, as we pick up the weapons of our warfare, huh? Yeah. And worship and pray and prophesy, proclaim the word of God, doing it along with the angels. And as we're declaring the word of God, the yeah. angels, released to implement it and what okay. happens was pretty cool was after the lord had spoken to me and told me it's open and you could yeah. feel shift in the atmosphere the glory was stronger we were able to really minister in the glory to the people and release the glory at a fire tunnel it was just powerful oh, wow people came to me afterwards and told me different ones they saw massive angels all about us on the platform because all the all the ministers that were there that weekend got up on the platform and prayed over everyone as they came through the fire tunnel. Well, the people saw these angels that had been released prior to this. I had been to heaven in the past and I've gone up this huge mountain in heaven and it's called the mountain of glory. And this, I go there frequently. I still wow. go there. <laughs> wow. It's, it's solid gold, Steve. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, it's a reward for those who seek the glory here on the earth. That's good. So God's got this special place for the glory seekers to go and enjoy when they get to heaven. Only glory seekers get that's their reward. And so I've been to this, and on the as I've climbed up the mountain with Jesus, on the right-hand side is this wonderful garden. Well, one day he took me, but we went past the garden up higher on the mountain. And to the left of it, where I saw these massive battalions of angels, all somewhere like each battalion was dressed different. Yeah. I'm like, how come the angels are all gathered here on this mountain? They were just massive numbers of angels, all yeah. in, you know, waiting for their orders. And and so the Lord told me, He said, they're absorbing the glory. And that and then when we were at the event, and in the past I've seen it, where God is waiting for that exact right opportunity when we're ready to partner with the angels, He releases those angels from the mountain of glory. They're full of his glory to bring more glory from heaven here to the earth because that's his plan to overcome evil. It Scripture tells us, overcome evil with an abundance of good. And he says, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to overcome the evil in this world with an abundance of my goodness, my glory being So forth. good. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, because we... I have so many questions to the Lord, and even so, you, we better get into this, but because we got a lot of stuff to cover here today. But I, uh, I'm intrigued about all of this, and you know, God gets God, God's, you know, there's people will quip and they'll say the trouble with God is he thinks he's God and he can do anything he wants. Well, he can. He gets to he gets to make the rules. He gets to state the strategy. He gets to break it if he wants to break his rules if he wants to. So uh, it's really interesting. Well, we can talk a lot of. Go yeah, ahead. I yeah, I got to tell you another part. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, just, oh, yeah. I'm leading to this. Okay. <laughs> We're still at Mount Rushmore. So um, then the next day, it was planned that we would meet there about 2.30 and gather at the base of the monument. There's yeah. a big flagpole. Gather around the flagpole. 
and pray and prophesy and proclaim the word of God. And awesome. so Dr. Mary Crowley was there, SG and I was there. We were, oh, it was a lot of people that came from the event. We were all gathered there at underneath the monument, at the foot of it, at the, at the base of it. Yeah. And so we we started prophesying and proclaiming the word of God. And I, I had sent Mary the um that dream that that woman from Canada had sent. Yeah. So she yeah. read it to everybody about both the um Donald Trump was on the right, right. side beside yeah. him Lincoln. Uh, Jesus, the Lion of Judah, was on the left side, and we were proclaiming the word of God that our nation was going to be returned back to God, doing all, all that. And then uh, Tanya Joy Gibson was was there, and she's got such a wonderful voice. She sang the Star Spangled Banner. Oh wow! And and also Amer America the Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful songs, and we joined in with her. So we were prophesying, proclaiming the word. We did it maybe an hour and a half at the base of the of this of the monument. Well, the next day, we um, Jack and I were on a tour, and the tour bus they took us back to the monument. So we were walking around and getting ready to leave, and this gentleman comes running up to me, and he says, "I've got to show you something." Now this is Sun. What is this Sunday? Yeah, the, no Monday. This is Monday. This Sunday is like was yesterday. Yesterday Monday. Yeah, okay. Yesterday. Wow. So he comes running up to me, and he shows me his phone. He said, "We were at the event." And we came to pray, but we thought we missed it. So we were walking around and we could hear people singing at the base of the monument. It sounded like children singing the Star Spangled Banner. And he said, so we stopped and we took a picture of the monument. And he said, look, he said, I didn't notice it at first. And in this picture, there's some clouds in the part of the cloud formation. One of the clouds, it looks like Donald Trump. He said, I saw I that. Here it, here it is. Yeah. And let me just jump in here because you sent that to me now. My staff is kind of split. Some could see it and some could not. At first, I couldn't see it. If you look at the second figure to the from the left and then that cloud formation above it, it's really basically the cloud formation right in the middle of that picture. And some yeah. people, if you can see it, there's this like a three-dimensional. So there's a nose and there's shadows underneath the nose to give it definition. And the eyes are in the shadow. Yeah. And, and yeah, and uh, depending on how I look at it and when I look at it, I see uh, the definition of Donald Trump. And um, Emily juxtaposed or switched to that picture of Donald Trump. So we'll see that picture and now and go, then back, go, back. To, go yeah. back to the other. See, it's, it's kind of that angle that's kind of, he's actually looking off. Well, and if you could put Donald that. Trump back up again. Yeah. Yeah. And now go back. Yeah, he's looking that direction to, towards yeah. the left. He's looking towards the left of the picture. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was this gentleman that took this picture, his friends saw it. They sent him that picture of Donald Trump. And the friends said, look at this. And so, so I told him, I said, oh, could you please text it to me, email it to me, whatever, but get it to me. And I told him, I said, I wanted to share it with you. And yeah, that's great. That's awesome. great. And by the way, that particular picture of the mind, I've been there one time. It was like 30 years ago-ish. And um, when we were at the visitor center there, it was a pretty big distance between that and the monument. But I'm wondering if you guys got closer than, there was a big valley and then you see the rocks right there. That, and then the, it seems like I had to use a telephoto to, to get that shot. Were you close to that pile of rocks or were you at the oh, visitor yeah, center? We were, 
We were right at, right at the base of it. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. So right you up. must have been at a different spot than I was. I was at a more yeah. of a distance. Okay. Yeah. Very, Show very that good. one more time, uh, Emily. Uh, yeah. So I wasn't that close. I was further back. So they must have made it. Either they've changed it in 30 years. But th- that pile of rocks is like the shavings. Yes. when they when they they did the carvings and that's the that's the leftovers from the yeah. carvings that they did so that's an amazing amazing thing well i hope they do put donald trump's picture he's that quality of a president i'll tell you so yeah and that's the thing that a lot of people have been saying that sometimes i even have seen photoshop of donald trump oh really him lincoln i've seen that yeah yeah i guess a oh. sculpture a true sculpture would know if there's enough rock and all of that to, to make that face, you know, so they have to have the base to get it done from, well, we better jump in here. Um, yeah. I just want to add one other thing too. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Okay. Go, go ahead. But uh, what I felt too was that this was like a Mount Carmel moment when Elijah was on Mount Carmel and he was like, whom are you going to serve? Who is your God? Who do you yeah. say? Is? And, they, yeah. and they, and the people all after the fire fell, the people all declared, the Lord, he is God. Well, we did that at the base of the monument. We were so all, good. and people that were there just visiting, that weren't part of the event, they joined in with us. They did. Yes, they did. They joined in singing, and they declared the same thing. Well, you know, what's interesting about that is that when you think of what that monument represents, and the left have been have been really hard, they wouldn't let Trump have uh, fireworks. They, whoever had power over that wasn't going to let Trump have fireworks at that site. And so I think he didn't. But the people that visit that right now, if you're going to take time to visit that site, you, you by nature, you're going to pretty much be a, a conservative in South Dakota, God-loving, Trump-loving. I think majority, it wouldn't surprise me if nowadays the majority are conservatives who go there and see that. But, and also, uh, Go- Governor Christy Nome, what she did was she uh, made a proclamation and sent it to Dr. Mary Crowley. Good. She declared that Saturday, this past Saturday, was Open the Heavens Day. Are it's you awesome. kidding? Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you, Governor Christy Nome. I love her. I've never met her, but, man, I love her. You know, she's just like, I wish she'd run for president after Donald Trump is running. But, you know, there's other people in line, but she's amazing. So. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to say go. But if I say go do this, you're going to say, wait, one more thing. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like exploding on fire because God's just revelation after revelation pouring wow. out. And so, you know, whether that cloud formation was God giving us a little sign, it looked like it, you know, so. It looks it, to me I, like it. I believe it is. I believe it was yeah. a sign. Yeah, I, I believe it was, too, because of everything else that fit in with yeah, it totally. you know so um, I'll, I'll get on with my notes <laughs> <laughs> i'll believe it <laughs> okay um w- there's been uh, a number of places that god has sent me and i'll just kind of quick quick go with w- to some of the places one of the ones that i wanted to talk about was um when we went last week i think it was to georgia okay. with georgia miles kilby invited us to come there and yeah. robin bullock was there too so uh Robin did Friday night. I did wow. Saturday. Yeah. Wow. And so wow. Oh, it was powerful. <laughs> you oh my goodness. Robin. <laughs> it's the one-two punch. It's the Robin Bullock, 
Donna Rigney punch, the one, two. <laughs> so what happened? I'll tell you what happened. Okay. okay. So Friday night, uh, he, what he did, you know, how he, he um, worships, but he's prophesying the whole time. Right. So he was doing this prophetic worship. And his daughter on the drums, oh, she is so anointed and powerful. And his wife playing the keyboard. It was wonderful. This whole group, they were wonderful. But as every time his daughter hit the drums, now I'm seeing in the spirit. Yeah. I'm seeing angels. I'm seeing those angels that I saw before on the mountain of glory, all assembled, waiting for their assignment. And as every time she hit the drum, the angel started marching forward coming really? through the portal. Yes. <laughs> wow. Coming through the portal down to Georgia. It was so it was powerful, powerful. So the, the night went on like that. Just prophetic, powerful, the glory. And the following night, we it just I released the glory on everybody, went around and released individually on all the people. Then yeah. we had forward yes and miles got one side and i got the other side we prophesied over all the people the glory fell people left there drunk in the holy spirit <laughs> we were in a tent this was a tent that it took place in and the second night the saturday night was drizzling rainy cold it was a good 500 people in there wow you couldn't i mean god wants hungry people this is yeah. in order to glory carriers okay yeah Looking for those that are hungry, humble, and that honor him. And that's what was there. To be there under that tent in that weather, it was out in the boondocks, like there's nothing around. I don't know how these people all got there. They were hungry. They were humble. And they came to honor God. And after that happens, then you get habitation and holiness. That's what the Lord told me. When you get those three ingredients, then habitation and holiness comes. And that's what happened that night. It was incredibly powerful. So say One, that thing again, uh, in order to have habitation and holiness, they had hunger and what else? Hunger, honoring God. He said, these are the three qualities. They're, okay. They all start with letter H. Right. They have to be humble, know that we need God, that without him we can't do anything, not be too have too high of an opinion of yeah. ourselves. Humble. Honor God, be there to worship God and honor God. And hunger. Hunger was like key. There needs to be a hunger for God. When And I, I just felt like God allowed this drizzly, windy, yucky weather so that the hungry ones came. Everyone that was there, I'm telling you, Steve, if you were there, you were hungry because you were not going to go out with this miserable weather yeah. under a tent. But they were wrapped in blankets. You see the pictures. Everybody's wow. blankets. But there's about 500 people. It was wonderful. And wow. the glory, the portal was open. The glory fell. Georgia will never be the same. You watch and see. Because now the angels were released to work with the people. Well, I mean, and that's so pivotal. I mean, uh, because you're a seer, you can report that where other uh, someone else might say that was a great meeting. I was so caught up in the uh, maybe that they maybe they would just say the worship was great, the people were great, the messages were great. But you saw what what it was accomplishing, and, yeah. and uh, you were able to report that. So yeah. yes, which is, fact, makes all Robin, the difference. Yeah, in fact, Robin on Friday night when he was doing it, 
at the, when he finishes with all of his worship and his prophetic proclamations and whatnot, he called me forward and asked me, did I have something to say? And I said what I saw. I saw the angels waiting. I saw as she was hitting the drums, I saw the angels marching forward, coming through and the portal open. So it, it just was an exciting night. Now I'm going to tell you one other one that yeah. was really good too. Uh, yeah. This was, I think, two weeks ago. And we've been yeah. going almost every weekend <laughs> to different states. You're God's busy, here. man. Yeah. He's got us on assignment, opening wow. portals and releasing the glory because he's determined to get this nation back for him. And he wants people filled with the glory so they can release that glory wherever they go. This is in my notes. I'm just going to share this. Yeah, no, I hear you. Okay. So what he showed me was that why he has all these gatherings yeah. is because he wants people that are hungry, humble, huh, and honor him gathering together. He pours his glory out upon them. Now they are like pillars of fire going through the land, carrying the glory. Oh, ha, wow. wherever they go. Oh, 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 his glory sounds so strong. <laughs> and that's his strategy to get this nation back is release, not just one person here, one portal there. He wants an armies and armies and armies of people filled with the glory, releasing the glory. And he told me, he said, that once you receive the glory, your assignment is to release it. If you want the glory to increase in your life, give it away. That's how increase comes. Increase comes by giving away what you freely receive. Freely give what you freely received. Oh, ha. Okay, so say that statement again. What? <laughs> What state? What you said? What happens as a result of freely giving? If I or he said, give away what you have freely received. Freely give it away. Whatever you receive from me, whatever gifts, if it's the glory, whatever it is, as you give it away, it's increased. That's how you receive an increase. Is Good. when you give away Good. what I've given you, then I'm going to come and increase it. Very so, good. so just to, for the people that have had the glory, we've got many people, at least 120 people come every Friday night from, and more than half come from all over the United States to watch Elijah's dreams. They come in and wow. they get the glory, then they go back to their states. Now they're glory carriers. All you got to do is say, I release the glory. That's all you do. He told That's me, said, it, huh? yeah, I release your glory, Lord. I, when I pray over people, I just say, I release your glory. And they, the glory falls on them. Some people fall out of the chairs. They start laughing. People, a lot of deliverance happens. So it's good. powerful. Now so I'm going to go back to, I interrupted myself. <laughs> I'm going to go back to what the glory's on. <laughs> you're having, yeah, you're having fun too. I mean, I can see it. I can feel it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not even looking at my notes anymore. I'm just listening and just taking it in. for it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Believe me, I'm covering the notes. I believe you. <laughs> Throw these okay. away. <laughs> yeah. Holy Spirit's got it. That's so good. But we went to Minnesota, okay? Now, you know, now God's sending us to tough places. Minnesota's yeah. a tough state. Tough, tough state. So, <laughs> Manuel Johnson was at that one, too. So, now, uh, we're due. We did the morning session, and portal, the portal didn't open. The Lord told me. I said, what happened? How come the portal didn't open? I bought the portal to open immediately. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he said, the people that I need to be here aren't here at this session yet. It was an afternoon session. The evening session, whoa, ha, many more people were there and the people were there that he needed to be there. So worship. He told me, he said, when a portal is open by people gathering together and worshiping, people that love me with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength, that don't just go to a worship service and then go home and live their life the way they want to, but go to, a, but who live their life for me, who leave the service and continue to love me and serve me and obey me and do what I want. When those people gather together and they worship in unity together, portals are open, angels are released, ho, oh, and glory fills the place. So this is what happened that night. So now it was, it was just powerful and wonderful. Now, the next day, I had been telling the, her name is Linda Lentner. She, she organized this whole thing. She's okay. a professional artist. And so I told her, I said, just recently, um, a minister came from India to our church. Uh, his name's Navis Samuel. And he was there on a Friday night. And he just came to visit me. I said, you got to preach. So he preached. But God told me, he said, I sent him here because I want to equip him with the glory. I'm like That's good. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, so I told him, you stay sitting in your seat. Don't go minister to people yet because I got to release the glory on you. So I kept going over releasing the glory. I got him saturated in the glory. I would pray over some other people that I go back and release the glory on him. Wow. Well, then he reported he went to minister to uh, Georgia, uh, to Illinois, and eventually he ended up in Canada and he, in England. And he said, the glory fell so strong. So many miracles happened. They're going to do have a crusade for him in uh, Canada that they're setting up. A huge financial miracle happened because he's building a church in India. He he has a ministry to the to the lepers. The wonderful man of God, humble man of God. God did so much. So I was telling Linda. I said, Linda, you're going to be taken over when we leave here. You need the glory. You need to be filled with the glory. I'm saying this to the people. I know this is prophetic for people listening. We're going yeah. to release on you too. So I, I kept releasing the glory on her. And then she went up on the platform. You know, we were in worship. She went yeah. up on the platform and she called me over. She said, I have oil all under my feet. She was barefoot. And I said, well, I get oil on my hands when the glory's on me. Did she mean she has real oil or does she feels the oil? Do you know what oil. I mean? No, real it's oil. Real oil. But, okay, cool. Okay. That happens to me. I get oil on my hands. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a, a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So I said, God wants you to lead us in a Davidic dance around the sanctuary. So she's like, okay. <laughs> so we announced it and everybody got out of their seats to do worshiping and dancing around. And the Lord showed me what was happening because the portal had gotten open. The glory was present. It was powerful. What was happening was a prophetic decree and declaration, just like when David brought the ark back to Jerusalem, he led them, the, the second time he did it, when he did it right, he led with this incredible worship where he was just dancing so much his clothes were falling off, leading everyone in dance, rejoicing because the ark was coming back to Jerusalem. And what was going on in Minnesota was the same thing. The people of Minnesota that were gathered there oh, were worshiping and rejoicing because the ark the glory of God, the presence of God was wow. being restored to Minnesota. It's amazing. It's amazing. 
And and now I since I wasn't there, how if you can because you're a seer and you're a feeler and you see in the spirit and you you also see with your natural eyes sometimes, right? What God's doing. Um, there must have been people there that are not seers or see, did, were they also, or was it harder for them to understand what was going on and they just loved the atmosphere or is it more like everybody was feeling what, what would you say? Everyone. everyone really? Was. Wow. And after we, we danced, everybody left their seats that could physically yeah, dance. Yeah. We're all dancing around, worshiping, rejoicing, knowing that God's glory had been restored to Minnesota. So God. good. Wow. What city was, were you in? We were in, uh, was it St. Cloud? St. Cloud, Cloud, Minnesota. Okay. And how many were at this gathering? Oh, there were a lot. I would say at least 500. Okay. Good, good number. Good. Yeah. Wow. And then after that, I went around and released the glory, as I do on our Friday night service, individually on all the people. I just, I say, I release the glory. I re and people were falling out of their seats, laughing, crying. So answering your question, yeah. were people aware of what was going on? They were overcome. Really? They were overwhelmed with the glory. Oh, people left there drunk in the spirit, <laughs> including me. That's so good, Donna. You still got it on you, of course. Yeah, I mean, you know, I wouldn't say you're drunk in the spirit, but you would be getting close. You're so on fire no, with him right now. Steve, Steve, I'm telling you, what happens after I pray for 500 people, <laughs> release the glory on them. The first maybe 10 or 20, I'm I'm good. <laughs> but then as it, it backsplashes on me. Yeah, that's it. I release the glory on them. Wow, it goes back on me. So I can barely stand up. I can, I, I'm falling over. I'm laughing. They're laughing. The, it's miracles. You know, miracles start happening. Healing start happening. People, a lot of people get deliverance. Uh, and uh, at that particular one, yeah, one of the sessions I did, oh, uh, before we did this dancing around the sanctuary, I think it was, um, the Lord led me. This is now the portals open. Yeah. And I had a vision and I saw people come up and that needed the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, and then I had another vision of people being led in deliverance. So I said, okay, this is what God's telling me to do. I had not planned to do it. So when I got up to speak, I just invited anyone who needed to be baptized in the Holy Spirit to come forward. At least 60 people came forward and lined up the whole front of the sanctuary. Whoa. And I went and prayed over all of them. Pray to baptize them in the Holy Spirit. All of them, a lot of them got slain in the spirit, all of them praying in tongues. And then after wow. that, after everyone was back in their seats, I led them to deliverance for generational curses. Just like we did the uh this weekend here, but we did it for the people personally there at that meeting, that their uh, all their ancestors' sins and any curses that had come on them. So I felt like there was like a, a curse of a religious spirit that was holding people back in that region. And we broke it off. <laughs> Once a portal's open, it's like astounding what God is doing. And so I'm saying to you, it doesn't go on just like a regular church. It was that, yeah, I, that's pretty clear to me. Was it, um, was the, the religious spirit, was that kind of prevailing in, in Minnesota? Is that one of the prevailing spirits? Is just like, 
I've been there, done that. Nothing impresses me. I don't understand and I don't care to understand it was that, right? Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Well, it's, it not allowing, it's not allowing the Holy Spirit to move freely and just doing things like in a rote way. And, you know, this is what I'm used to and we don't change it up. It was changed up. I mean, and for those that are watching that have never been at that, I've been at meetings like that. And this one's this sounds phenomenal, the one you're at. God, it's as if God puts a premium on people say, well, God wants you to be orderly and neatly and in order. That's not what God, that definition is what can bring a religious spirit of thing. Well, that just means to be neatly and in order what what god wants is almost out of control holy spirit's in control and you're not in every right. way and anyone that looks at you goes she's not in control holy spirit's in control but she's not you know kind of like that right would that be a good right. description of right it? it's like it doesn't follow of a particular format yeah like the holy spirit says i want you to get people up front and baptize them in the holy spirit yeah. it was done in order anyone who would let you know i gave a little teaching about it come forward it was done in order. People got prayed for it. It was powerful. And the same thing, I want you to lead everyone through deliverance. It's done in order. But it's not like a format. Well, we don't do this at this time of church. This yeah. is, that's the religious spirit that stops the Holy Spirit from moving because it's not the ordinary way of doing it. But things are done in order. That's something that God has shown me, that God wants us to be free but it also, it doesn't mean liberty, that we have liberty to do whatever we feel like doing, say whatever we want, do whatever we want. That's not the freedom that God's asking for in this hour in the church. But I mean, you would discuss, since people are listening weren't there, um, you said it's not doing whatever you want. And yet, um, I think as I'm hearing it, and as I've been in many meetings like that, there is a sense where... Normally, the pastor would get up and say, it's about nine. It's about time for us to begin to close down or whatever. None of that was going on. None of what what the leaders want. Uh, and if and if you would have normally wanted to be composed and um, gentle and not laughing, <laughs> none of that was going on. The opposite of that was going on, right? So I'm trying to right. paint a picture for those that weren't there, you know? Right, right. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He's free to do what he wants to do. And he will lead the leader. Like he told me that I want those to baptize people with the Holy Spirit. Good. So my session, I knew what I needed to do. And just, yeah. and it was done in order, but it was led by the Holy Spirit. It wasn't a religious thing. It wasn't like following a format. It was yeah. just the Holy Spirit have his way. And people were laughing. People were, were getting set free. People were uh, uh, getting deliverance. It was wonderful. I was at a, this again, I don't know why I keep going. This is three three times I was going back to something that was 30 years ago. I've had a lot of times when the power, but this for some reason the pictures today are from that time period. And the pastor called us up, uh, the people up. I can't remember why. We were all up on the stage for some reason. And we were singing and worshiping. And it was uh, all of a sudden we became the most beautiful sound that I have ever heard human beings make. Now, there's more to the story, but I, there, I had never heard this kind of beauty, both the music, 
the harmony. I was a musician in school and the college, so music was important. A good sound was important to me. And it was the most beautiful harmony. I'd, I can't remember what the song was, but it was a worship song. And I thought to myself, at my earliest convenience, I'm going to get the tape. Back then it was the tape, cassette tapes, you know. Yeah. And so the, I, I left there a changed person. I, w I was a changed person from my encounter. And um, so I got the tape a few weeks later. And I put it in the thing. It was, <laughs> it was just regular old singing with regular old people missing notes and everything. Whatever happened under that anointing was the most beautiful sound I had ever heard from a human being. And yeah, outside the anointing, here's the tape, play this. It was. It wasn't this. Have you ever seen that phenomenon where you try and. Yeah. You know what that is? That's the Holy Spirit keeping us from making it into a religious thing. That's because good. when something powerful happens, we can get that song and say, we are playing this song every single week at church. Yeah. And, and then it's dead. It's not. Yeah. It becomes religious. Yeah. He anoints a certain thing. He's free to do what he wants to do. Wow, it's powerful. But that might not happen again with that same song. Well, and I, here's an example in the private, because some people say, well, I can't even get to a meeting like this. This is my private time a week or two ago. I was playing. It's an old album. I hadn't heard it for years. I'm talking about old again. Weird. What's going on, Lord? But it was a, it was a, um, oh, who's the guy? Hallelujah. I can't think of this name. He wrote all, he, got, he touched me. Who's Who wrote He Touched Me? Uh, oh. Oh, I don't remember who wrote. I know um, Benny Hinn did that. And no, he's, yeah, the guy that composed it. But anyway, anyway, the bottom line is it doesn't matter so much about who wrote it, but it's a, it had a whole orchestration and stuff. But but I thought I haven't heard this for probably twenty years. I put the heads. Actually, it wasn't headsets. I just put it on my laptop, the one I'm using right now, and I turned the sound way up, and it went going. And tears began to come to my eyes. And people that see me on the uh, this show, they don't know that side of me because I'm left brain, asking the questions, analytical. They don't know that side of me. And every once in a while, it'll overtake me on a show and I'll start wiping and then I can't stop wiping my eyes. But anyway, I, I said, they started saying, God showed his favor and it was basically Mary's song. Um, by 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 showing kindness to Israel, and I'm sobbing in the glory of this moment of this thing. And I said, and I called Doreen in to play it for. Her. I said, "You've got to listen to this." And I did it again, and the tears were, and I'm just trembling again. People say, "Do you?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting here shaking and trembling in in uh, heaves of weeping from God. I don't know how you say it, describe it. And so she's listening to it. Dream loves worship. She loves it more than I love it. She's, but she's going, that's really good. And she could say, the anointing's on you. And basically, you know, it was a specific thing that did that to me where I could not control the, when I'm, when I'm especially hit by the spirit, it's a, it's a heaving weeping. And it's a beautiful, wonderful, wow. ecstatic, if you will, weeping in the Lord. And not more than laughter, laughter have hit me many times, but the weeping is when it's really intense. I'll be, I, it wouldn't have surprised me if everybody else was laughing in that meeting and I went to weeping because my weeping would have been the same thing. Yeah. It would have been the absolute 
complete praise of the goodness and kindness and, and mercy and love and forgiveness of, of the Lord. And, that, and it's all wrapped up in this thing, you know. Anyway, okay. That's, that to me, I, I think of the scripture, deep calls unto deep. Yeah. You know, a deep, deep touch from God touched you in a deep, deep inner recesses of your yeah. Yeah, and that, that, that particular scripture I've heard it a thousand times, especially when it's Mary's song or whatever they're talking about, what she prophesied to Elizabeth when Elizabeth was there, and she's saying, God did this, and he did this to show his kindness to Israel. And I was undone. I couldn't even believe, I couldn't even describe what I felt about his kindness to Israel. Are you kidding me? You know, and then you get out of that anointing, and it was wonderful, but you can't, you can never reduplicate it. Oh. You know? And that's why God, he does that on purpose. Yeah. Because for so long, we have tried to duplicate those things that happen. Yeah. And it becomes a religious movement. And the Holy Spirit isn't allowed to move freely. We we got our religious thing we're doing. Yeah. And that's, he, he wants to abolish that. He just wants the Holy Spirit, which I've seen that. It's like birds flying. Just, it, I've seen it in the sanctuary, birds in the spirit. Really? All oh, yeah. Yes. Flying all around the sanctuary. But they're, they're, freely flying around then then i saw them going on their backs flying backwards like that but they were all in unison and it, and they've just letting the holy spirit move them and flow and he's that's the kind of freedom he wants us to have that freedom like the birds have that freedom where the holy spirit guides us this way guides us that way <laughs> i wanted to ask you since we're on a free flow today uh, and you, there's things in your notes but you're already covering them I want to ask you a question about something that's been happening with me lately because uh, you're in a mode to just kind of flow. And so I, what will happen with me is God will tell me, go get by yourself and begin to prophesy in my private. My wife never hears it. Nobody else ever hears it. I don't tend to write it down. I just begin to prophesy from the Lord. And then I'll go into prophesying to myself from myself or it's not really from myself, it's from the Lord. Yeah. I'll begin to give myself a word of the Lord. Have you ever done that? Were you yes, giving yourself a word of the Lord? It's the Holy Spirit using your mouth to prophesy to you. Yeah. To you. It's a beautiful thing. And yeah. the Lord's been saying to me lately, I need you to do that. It's almost like a need. I need you to do that more. Because when I hear myself prophesy to myself words that I would never use about myself, for myself, promises I would never make to myself, you know, then you yeah. realize as you're going, this is not me. This is something else. Yes. You know, so. Yes. And you know what it is? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So as the Holy Spirit is using your voice, your tongue to prophesy, speak yeah. to you, he's building your faith. Yeah. And I, the, hearing the words, your faith is increasing. And the teacher part of me, because I was, a, people don't know this, I was an elementary school teacher for just two years out of college. That was my, you know, I did that for a couple of years, enjoyed it very much, but I, I needed to make money and that wasn't it. You know, it was a church school, so they paid you. But anyway, uh, where was I going to go with this? Uh, the teacher in me wants the people listening to gain every possible thing they can, which they have been the whole time. And even this part that I just said, I want people to know you can lay in your bed in the quietness of your, your spouse is asleep if you're married next to you, and you can quietly under your breath begin to prophesy from the Lord to yourself, 
and it will blow your mind the words that come out. You just don't second guess the kindness of God and begin to be kind to yourself from the Lord. And that's an oxymoron. The Lord is kinder than you ever give him credit for, than you've ever thought him to be. He's kinder than that. And if you multiply that times 100, he's kinder than that. So if you, you can't over amplify the kindness of God. So just try and be the kindness of God and begin to speak to yourself and you'll see something take over. And some people that says, I don't know how to get to first base. I can never tap into worship. Yeah, you do this and many of you will for the first time tap into something. You know, and people see me, like I said, as a left brain guy, and they'll say, so many people will say, Steve, that we didn't know, boy, the Holy Spirit, and they'll think it was something new, and it actually isn't that new. It's I just know. that that's not the side I show most of the time. Uh, what that means, if you're left brain, like me, you can go into the right brainhood and begin to prophesy to yourself, and then begin to prophesy to your spouse under your breath, and begin to prophesy to your city, and begin to prophesy to your business, your ministry, begin to prophesy to your children, begin to prophesy to yet unborn grandchildren and what I, the Lord, am promising. You know, you use I, the Lord. So anyway, I just wanted to do that as well. Awesome. Go ahead. I want to add to that too. Yeah, please do. Uh, it's helpful to, I write it down. Okay. I write down when the Lord's doing that with me. Yeah. And then you go back and reread it. So you don't forget it. And you reread it too. days and days and weeks later. You've got it there. And when, you know, and I've yeah. done that too. I did it. I, they used to call it journaling from the Lord or something. And that's yeah. exactly the same thing. Exactly yeah. the same thing in written form. And when you go back and do that in written form, you if you go back 24 hours later, you'll go, that's not me. I <laughs> would never have said that. And you so so. You start, I would used to do, I'd say, good morning, Lord, and I'd write that. And then the Lord would say, I want to talk to you today about, and I just keep writing, just yeah. keep writing. And I'll think, well, I feel like I'm making this up. And the Lord will say, keep writing, and I keep writing that. And you go back 24 hours later, and you go, I would have never said that of my own accord. You won't say it in the moment. You won't, you won't, say, you won't judge it in the moment. Or in the moment, you'll judge it as maybe I'm making this up. Not when you go back 24 hours later, you won't say I was making that up. Right. It, absolutely. And you know what I find when I'm rereading it, that whether I was weeping when I heard the word, whatever, like the same like you, that I'll stop weeping and crying. The, the tears will come back to my eyes as I'm rereading it. Like I get touched deep, like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, it's well, amazing. One other thing, too, that goes right along with that. Yeah, please do. What God has me do a lot of times is release the glory on myself. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. So I hadn't thought about that. I released the glory on myself. Well, that's interesting. It's you giving it to yourself. A bucket of God's love immediately pours over. Oh, pours over me just by saying that. It just, whoa. Just by saying that just now? Just now. (laughs) Wow. That's good, Donna. So that's a secret that he's taught me. So I'm sharing it with everybody. When you get the glory, release it on yourself. Oh, no matter where you are. So you're riding in the car. I release the glory on myself. <laughs> Do it. I'll tell you another technique, and I hate to boil it down to a technique, but sometimes it's a practice. I made this up. I think I made it up, but I really didn't. The Holy Spirit made it up. It was like when I get stuck and I feel like everything's going wrong and even God's not there, then here's what God 
had me do. He said, picture, first of all, you have to form the picture in your mind. Picture me laughing hilariously at your situation. At, 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 and here's what he And then he said, now put words to it. And it was like, do you think, and it's just through this laughter of God, that that creates even the tiniest bit of problem that I would ever sweat coming up with a solution for you? I've got a trillion possibilities I could do with this right now. You know, and, and it's all of a sudden I've snapped right out of it because I'm like, God's up there laughing because he, he thinks, because he sees me acting like this is a problem for him. And it's, Psalm it's, <laughs> what's that? Psalm 2. Yeah. He sits and laughs. <laughs> Lord, he sits up in the heaven and laughs because he knows I, at the I'm end of the I'm going to share something. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think we're going to, I don't know how much time we got left. No, well, we're about an hour there. We're close to an hour. Whatever we, you want to do. This and then we'll pray. along with what you were just saying. Yeah. And I was feeling the Holy Spirit wants me to share this. I'll do it fast. <laughs> no, go ahead. You're good. You're good. Okay. Well, I had been, um, someone sent me uh, a video of a pastor and he was really speaking about the body of Christ needed to rise up and um, become more vocal and start doing something about the things that are going on. And he was really speaking about the LGBTQ community okay. and what they were planning to do at the LA Dodgers game, where there was this big, they, they were mocking oh, Jesus. right. They were mocking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, where they, they put on a, uh, all dressed in drag and Jesus crucified and they were using the, his his cross like a pole dancing around. It was Ooh. so blasphemous. It was Ooh. awful, awful, awful. And he was just really, you know, saying how Christianity is really being attacked. They wouldn't yeah. do this to the Muslims or, or yeah. any other religion. But because we just kind of think we need to be nice and we're quiet and we don't say mm -hmm. anything they can get away with it. Mm -hmm. So he was, you know, per, you know, proclaiming this. So I, I finished watching that and I was alone with the Lord. And this is what he said to me. And it goes right along with what you were saying about, he's got it. <laughs> he said, the persecution of my people always backfires. Instead of killing Christianity and stopping us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, from advancing, their persecution only fuels the fires of revival. A holy determination fills my children along with a godly resolve to accomplish our purposes when the enemy attempts to stop them. God's saying his people are godly. He puts it in us, this resolve. I'm not going to let this happen. That we, we rise up when persecution arises. He said, this is done by my spirit because when the enemy attacks, we arise like a flood to protect, defend, and provide hours so when the enemy comes in he says i come in like a flood we come in like a flood to protect defend and provide for you he said look throughout history did any persecution stop us or stop our children from advancing our cause no growth has always been the byproduct he's laughing at the enemy you think you're going to stop them just like you were saying he's they're not going to stop. Yeah, you know, if, in a very funny way, that whole drag junk that they're doing, it's like fertilizer for revival. It just makes everything grow. You know, well, what makes, what what, what do you put in in some rose beds? Manure, because manure makes it grow. So this like that. It's all this crap. And God says, thanks, I'll use that for manure. 
to make my the kingdom grow. I mean, it's a silly mixed metaphor, but you know, that's what you're saying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, and, and then he said, um, look at the underground church in China. It grows yeah. not just in numbers, but also in influence and in the godly character of my children. The blood of the martyrs cries out before my throne for justice and justice is what is coming. Even some of those who are swept into this move to advance wickedness and to stop the flood of Christianity's teachings will be drawn out of their deception and will embrace and advance my truth. So he said, even people that are part of this are going to be convicted by my Holy Spirit. They're going to be pulled out and they're going to join the ranks of the believers and those that are on fire for God. All right. He said, after, oh, and then... (laughs) He said, do not be daunted by the threat of persecution. If you listen to different things, you're hearing that Christianity is being persecuted all over the world. A lot of Christians are being persecuted. He said, don't be daunted by the threat of persecution because I always turn around for great good, whatever the enemy attempts to do to harm or to stop my children. Just what you were saying, Steve. Just what you said. Watch and see how the enemy will regret all that he has launched against my called and chosen ones. Justice is coming as more and more wickedness is exposed. This is the hour we're living in. God is laughing because he knows he's got it. (laughs) We're getting stronger, bolder, more courageous. We're not going to be kept silent anymore. He's told me the truth tellers are arising and they're going forth and they will not be silenced. And you know, on a personal level, God, it's Jesus said, you know, Blessed are you, happy are you, depending on the diversion, when people persecute you to say all manner of evil against you, rejoice and be exceedingly glad when they do this, because great is your reward in heaven for that. It's even this, like the Lord saying, oh man, I'm giving more and more rewards, look at their bearing up, and you're supposed to know, you're supposed to learn from that and go, wow, they were just so cruel, they lied about me. Thank you, Lord. You you said I'm supposed to rejoice and be exceedingly abundantly glad right now because of this, because my reward is great in heaven for this right here, right now. It's like, it's like you you see what I mean when you if you really concentrate on the how kind is kind, how good is God when He's absolutely good, when He's absolutely good, and then He's t- times about a thousand, times another thousand. You know, it's like you can't. And, and you know what he he reminded me too of what happened after the Grammys and they were did that worship first. Oh scene. right. Okay. Right after that, the Asbury revival broke out in the university. <laughs> so you know, just think that this thing is going on with the LA Dodge, and this is even more blatant and more in your face than what was at the at the Grammys. That was so stunningly bad because that was my team. I grew up with that team, the LA Dodgers. That was my team. Because we lived in LA area, so, uh, but you know, yeah. Every time, it, God just keeps winning. It's he it keeps yeah. winning. Yes, woke goes broke. Yeah, he does. He does. He does <laughs> and, so. After he got through telling me this, uh, I opened my scriptures and he began leading me through the book of Daniel. Okay. Now Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego—the three yeah. people—they yeah. were all taken captive and. A bad thing, okay? They were taken captive out of their homeland, brought to Babylon, and and they were uh, slaves there. 
what ended up happening? They ended up becoming rulers there. They were so influential with the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, and then King Darius, after King Nebuchadnezzar's son, then King Darius, that they ordered the people to worship the God of Daniel. So, <laughs> so, good. so God said, you know, they, they didn't kill the faith of Daniel and the three Hebrew men and my people. It grew and spread. My, that's what's going to happen. No matter how much the enemy is going to try to persecute us and stop us, just what you said. God says, don't worry about it. You know Rejoice. That, Rejoice. That, uh, <laughs> you know, when, when uh, Obama came into office, we know all that. We didn't even hear about trans stuff until he came into office. He brought it in, started talking about trans bathrooms and blah, blah, blah. They, they didn't need their own bathroom. They needed to use the girls or the boys, depending on their own preference. Anyway, before when he was ready to come in, the, the election had been um, given to him, but it ha he hadn't been sworn in yet. And we went to we were in D.C. for something other than that uh, around that time period, and um, it wasn't inauguration time. But we were there. We went to go see the uh, Arlington National Cemetery, and you know they have the um, the great ceremony of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Have you ever seen that? It's extremely, yeah, it's, there, yeah. It's, it's beautiful and it's it's so, it's so impressive. And I've been there multiple times, 10, 15 times over my life. And this one was with my kids are uh, a little younger then, but um, we got there late and I was, and there was no place to sit. So I went all the way around the backside where I could barely see the people got, and I got down low. So I wasn't blocking the people. And they started doing this changing of the guard. You can think of the prophetic implication. It's time for him to come back in. It's the changing of the guard. And that thing, I'm just watching. I've been there a hundred times. No emotion, no emotion, no emotion. And that thing hit me. And I'm down on my knees in heaving sobs, except I don't dare make a sound. So it's silent. I'm like, and I'm just going, and I'm heaving with these, and it's that same thing. It's hard to describe it. It's the kindness and goodness and powerful and greatness of God. And somehow this is all unto something. And the very thing that was about to go bad, God was having me rejoice in the goodness and kindness and awesomeness and powerful thing of God. And that's the way it comes out in me. So it's like that whatever the enemy throws at you, it just comes out and praises God if we're half trying, you know. Yeah, yeah. And if we believe his word, yeah. he promises us for those who love him that are called according to his purpose, he will turn everything around for good, whatever the enemy meant for harm in our lives. He says, I promise I'll turn it around for good. The enemy's going to be sorry he launched that attack against you. Look, oh, at, look at our lives. Jack was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Wow. That was a horrible, horrible thing back in uh, September, this past September. It was in his liver, his lungs, with melanoma, and he's totally It's changed. only since, since September he was at stage four with all of that and it's healed? Totally cancer-free. Wow. The doctor last week told we went for his treatment. He said, you don't have to come for treatments anymore. <laughs> he's been cancer-free for so many months on his blood tests. Just come for periodic scans, and that's it. And, that's you know, it, that's how God rescues. Oh, yeah? You think you're going to touch my son and put this death sentence on him? 
Oh yeah, watch. <laughs> you can put that New York in there. <laughs> or New Jersey or whichever it was, I always forget. Rhode Island. <laughs> Rhode Island. Oh, Rhode Island. Okay. Yeah. Northeast. Yeah. He's like, watch what I do. And now people come to the service. Jack, we gotta see you. <laughs> they come from all different states. That's crazy. That's glory to God. Only God, only God could do what God's doing. The doctors are astounded. I went to the doctor's the other day for a checkup, and the doctor had me pray for him. And the glory fell on the doctor. The doctor. Are you serious? <laughs> wow. God is just showing up in the most wonderful places. He's laughing. Oh, you think, enemy, you're going to attack my son, my daughter, and give him this and give him that? Watch. So good. <laughs> Glory's going to come to me, and I'm going to bless them. So good. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I guess that's about our time. Do you want to pray for the people, however God leads you, and send the glory, declare yeah. the glory, whatever, however you want to do. Okay. All right. I, I especially feel for those that have been attacked yeah. by the enemy in whatever way, with your families, with your reputations being attacked, health issues, financial issues. But, you know, all of us go through different things that God's saying, you love me. I'm going to turn it around for good. So, Father, I thank you that Ooh. every single one that's watching, wherever the enemy has been attacking them, ha, we thank you because you are going to perform your word and your promise to them, and you are going to turn it around for great good in their lives, that they will even rejoice yes, ha, at the end of this trial, thanking you, blessing you, for all the good you're going to bring out of it, Father. I thank you. I bring every single one before you, Father. Yes, I pray Father. your angels are loosed now from heaven to come alongside them, to hold them up, to strengthen their arms, uh, to encourage them, to give them the faith that they need to receive those blessings yes, you want to pour out on them yes, in the Father. name of Jesus. And Father, I release Ooh. you. Oh, yes, uh, I release your glory on Steve, on yeah. his entire staff. Oh, on yes, all Lord. the truth tellers. Oh, I release your glory on every single one watching. Yeah. I release your glory. Ooh. I release your glory on their homes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I pray, Father, that angels are loosed to those that are true worshipers and that portals of glory are open over their homes. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So good. So good. So good. So good. This is as good as anything you and I have ever done together. That was as powerful, probably more powerful than anything we've ever done together. You know, uh, very, very good. A lot of people are going to have, if you, if you were really blessed and, and things really broke through for you as you're watching this, please, you know, drop us a note, you know, um, hit reply and send it. And then some of those, I don't get to see them all because there's thousands of people writing, but I, I see a, a certain number of them and it helps us to know. So anyway, all right, Donna, God bless you. Is there anything you want to tell people about your book that you have? Why don't you yeah, tell um, me want to get your anybody, book? Yeah. If anybody wants more of the glory or to really get into the place of revelation, I've got two books uh, that are really uh, prophetic books. Uh, the glory of God revealed and also Divine Encounters. And those are on my website, Donna Right there on your screen, DonnaRigney.org. I'd point oh, to it, but I can't. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> and also I um, have three events coming up. You can find out about our events where 
God is sending us to open portals. Uh, and it's the same thing. Just go to DonnaRigney.org and go to the events tab and you'll see um, we're going to Virginia in a couple of weeks. Then we're going back to Minnesota, to the northern part of Minnesota. And then we're going to be doing a cruise as well. All right. Yeah. Well, so there's a bunch of you're things. A busy, you're a busy lady, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. My goodness. And is the, uh, is it, you said that earlier today. Are, so still Elijah Streams people are coming to your different oh. things. Huh? Oh, the, every single one. I'm going to tell you. The whole place that was full was from Elijah's dreams. <laughs> I love that. You know, that always surprises me because. Yeah. That, and they were all amazing. just from South Dakota. They were from all surrounding states. They come from Elijah's dreams. That's amazing. That's a and, real special group. I'll tell you what, that's a special group. And that was like that in Israel. We had 300 of us. It was just like family. And I've said this uh, not recently. It's like, you know, everybody loves God, loves prophets, loves our our guests that we bring on because that's a, its own family loves Donald Trump loves uh, the nation. And it's like, once, once people know you're from Elijah's teams, you don't have to ask a lot of questions. You're already up to speed you know, on that. This is family. Now we can get on to other conversations, you know, anyway. well, that what you experienced in Israel is what yeah. happens every Friday night at our services. It's like our family. We don't know each other. But it's like one big happy family because they're all from Elijah's dreams. We all have the same mindset, the same heart. We all love Donald Trump, but we love Jesus. That's <laughs> it's right. Just like one big happy family. And the same thing with all these events. So just what happened to you in Israel. It's so awesome. Good. So good. Yeah. Well, all right, Donna, thank you so much. We'll get going here. Uh, be sure to go to DonnaRigney.org and, and get those books. Um, all right, uh, Robin Bullock will be with us tomorrow. Tomorrow is Thursday. You're watching this on Wednesday, so don't miss Robin in the morning. So we will see you again. See you very soon. Have a good day. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.